Welcome to Marriage Steps with Dr. Wyatt Fisher. We're developing deeply satisfying relationships as the goal, and following our six marriage steps is the path to get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, licensed psychologist and marriage counselor. This show is about your life and your marriage, so call 303-596-6836 with the questions you want me to answer and leave a voicemail. Today, we're going to be talking about how to respond to resentment you may feel toward your partner in marriage. Resentment can come out in marriage for a variety of factors. Perhaps your spouse has done something intentionally or unintentionally, or perhaps you've had lots of conflicts around certain areas and no matter how hard you try, you just can't quite work through it, so it just builds resentment. And the more the resentment gets in there, look at it as if it's a brick, a a brick in the wall that's dividing you and your partner. Because the more resentment areas you have, the more divided you're going to feel with intimacy on all levels. And most couples struggle with resentment, especially the longer you're together. Needs aren't met, conflict goes unresolved, you name it. Aggravating habits, offensive behavior, insulting behavior, Whatever it is, resentments can be a common part of the landscape of marriage. So you have a choice. You can either learn how to work through resentments or you can just let them fester. Now, obviously, if your partner is taking ownership for their behavior and recognizing what they've done, it's much easier to work through your resentments. However, even if they're not, there are some things that you can do on your own that can be helpful to work through the resentment on your side. Because at the end of the day, the resentment also hurts you. Not only do you feel negative toward your spouse and it's going to hurt the marriage, but again, it, it really hurts you the most because it just eats you up inside. So several things I'm going to recommend today on how to deal with resentment. I'm going to go through three steps. The first one is discussing your feelings of resentment with your partner. It's amazing how many couples have resentment towards one another, but they never talk about it. They just stuff it down because they know if they bring it up or they they, they broach the topic, it's going to turn into a fight. It's going to turn into a conflict. Their partner is going to get defensive. So they just avoid it. And unfortunately, that makes the resentment just go deeper and deeper and deeper. So the first tip, the first step I would recommend is finding a method for being able to discuss your resentments with your partner. When I work with couples in my practice, for example, I teach them a method called the floor. And the floor is has certain rules of what you can do when you're the speaker and when you're the listener to keep the conversation safe. And when you're the speaker, there's a whole set of guidelines you can and can't do so you're not attacking. And when you're the listener, there's a set of guidelines you can and can't do to make sure you're empathetic. And that creates safety for the conversation to occur. And when there's safety, people have freedom to express what they really feel. And in and of itself, just being able to get it out and even talk about what you feel and why and those resentments, that in and of itself is cathartic. It creates a release for people. And sometimes that's all people need. They just need to get it out. And once it's out, it just kind of vaporizes away. It dissolves, especially if their spouse is doing a good job as the listener with empathizing with what they have to say. 
So that's the first step, is discussing your feelings using some type of conflict resolution method. My method is called the floor, and I'll have another podcast, I'm sure, another episode uh, later on down the road that goes through the floor method, but you need a method on average to be able to express your resentment in a, in a way that's not going to be attacking and to optimize your spouse being able to hear it. Step two is working through what I call a compassion chart. So this chart, before I go through it, is not designed to absolve your partner from any responsibility for what they've done. However, it is designed to explain and explore all the variables that were probably at play that influenced their hurtful behavior to you. So as I go through this, try to think about one area you've struggled with resentment towards your partner, and I'm going to share an area that I've had resentment towards my wife, and so you can kind of see how it works. So in my marriage several years ago, uh, my wife got into a pattern where she was starting to spend a lot of time with some friends of hers, some girlfriends of hers. And at first I was happy for her, but before long she was gone more and more and more and I started feeling like a single parent with our four kids. And so my initial happiness for her led to frustration and then it led to anger and then it led to bitter. Because the more I would bring it up and and discuss this with her, she felt like I was criticizing her, and then the more she was gone. So we got into a pretty vicious cycle that it was difficult for us to break through. And one of the things that helped us break through it was me working through this compassion chart that I developed during that time in our marriage. So step one is what about your spouse's upbringing may have influenced their hurtful behavior to you? So what about their upbringing may have influenced their hurtful behavior to you? So when I was thinking of my spouse, my wife, I had to think back to her upbringing and I remember learning that she was very lonely growing up. She was raised by a single mom, was not around extended family. Her mom was a flight attendant, so she was gone for long periods of time. So my wife was alone a lot. And that created this hole in her soul, this desire for community, this desire to feel connected, this desire to feel like she belongs. And for the first time in her life, in her adult life, she was developing this friend community that was satiating her and filling that hole in her soul. And she couldn't get enough of it. And that's why she was gone so much. One of the reasons was because it was filling up this desire from her upbringing that had always been there. So that was one piece. So that was her upbringing piece. So what about you? The area where your partner has hurt you, what about their upbringing may have influenced that behavior that they did that's hurting you? Second is what about their situation may have been influencing their hurtful behavior? So for my wife, when I looked at this behavior where she was gone all the time with these friends, when I looked at her situation, she had been a stay-at-home mom at that point for around 12 years. And she was just itching to get out of the house, itching to start something of her own, itching to just get out and have fun with friends. And so her circumstances played a part in her behavior that was hurting me. So it was helpful for me to look at her circumstances. And what about you? When your partner was hurting you, what was going on in their circumstances and their life in that moment? And how much were those circumstances influencing their hurtful behavior to you? Three is what were you doing, if anything, that may have influenced their hurtful behavior to you? So again, what were you doing, if anything, 
that may have influenced their hurtful behavior to you. So when I was looking at my wife being gone all the time, I had to take a hard look at myself and to ask myself, what am I doing, if anything, that may be encouraging her to want to be gone? And I had to ask her for this feedback. And what I discovered is that somewhere along the lines, I had stopped making her feel adored. And that's one of her top needs to fill her love bucket is adoration. And somewhere along the lines of our marriage and having kids and career and all these things, I had stopped making her feel adored. However, when she was with this friend group, she felt adored. They were complimenting her. They were affirming her. They were pointing out her talents, uh, all these things that she was not getting at home. And so without realizing it, my lack of filling up her bucket was influencing her behavior that was hurting me. And so what was it for you? What, if anything, were you doing in your marriage that may have been influencing your partner to hurt you in response? Fourth is what about your background may be getting activated and may be influencing how you're reacting to the hurtful behavior? So what about your background, your childhood, your wounds and your past might be influencing how you're responding to the hurtful behavior from your partner? So for me, I was having a very strong reaction with my wife being gone all the time. And I started checking in with some close friends of mine and I was like asking them, I was like, do you think I'm overreacting? And several of my friends said back to me, you know, I think something's going on with your wife because she's gone too much. However, you seem to be getting too upset. And when you ever get that reaction or that feedback from people that, the intensity of your reaction seems stronger than what's warranted, most likely you're getting triggered. And a trigger is when something from your past is getting activated, some type of wound, some type of hurt in your past is getting a finger poked into it. And so you're reacting louder and more emphatically than you would if you didn't have that wound in your past. And so when I started getting that feedback that some of my friends were telling me I was reacting stronger than what seemed warranted, when I started looking back in my past, I realized it was triggering some of my past wounds of feeling rejected growing up because I had pockets in my development growing up where I felt rejection. And I was feeling the same thing from my wife. So her being gone so much, I was starting to feel rejected and it was stirring up those wounds from my past. So my reaction was strong. So what about you? When your partner was hurting you, was that stirring up any type of wounds from your past? And if so, how was that influencing how you're reacting back to their behavior compared to if you didn't have those wounds? So it's a great question to ask. The fifth piece under the compassion chart is how have you also been hurtful? You know, a lot of times we get on our high horse and all we can see is how our partner has done wrong. But in reality, a lot of times we've also been hurtful, maybe not in the same way or maybe not to the same degree and maybe not even in the same relationship. But think of a time when you have done something hurtful. When have you been neglectful? When have you been offensive? When have you done something you know you shouldn't have and you hurt somebody? So capture that because that can be very humbling and it can level the playing field so you can recognize you've also been hurtful most likely at times as well. And I had to look at this in my own life as well and think about times in my marriage uh, that I wasn't doing a very good job of not only making my wife feel adored, but other times when I've been hurtful to her and didn't make her feel very good. And so I also have been guilty in the past of hurting her. 
So those are the steps of the compassion chart. So again, what about their upbringing may have influenced their hurtful behavior? What about their circumstances may have influenced their hurtful behavior? What were you doing, if anything, that may have influenced their hurtful behavior? What about your background maybe influencing how you're reacting to their hurtful behavior? And how have you been hurtful? So usually when couples go through this who are struggling with resentment, they start out feeling like the hurtful behavior from their partner is 100% their partner's fault. But once they walk through this chart, usually that goes down to around 40 to 60% still their partner's fault. And that's the goal. The goal, again, is not to go down to 0% where none of it's their fault. However, it's normally not 100% their fault either. It's usually somewhere in the middle. And this chart just helps to explain all the variables that are at play. And research shows that it's more effective to cultivate compassion when you're trying to forgive somebody. A lot of times we try to start with forgiveness. And then, you know, we think we've forgiven somebody, but then those hurtful memories keep coming back and keep coming back. But what research shows is that if you start with compassion, which is cultivating this empathy and this this softness towards why did they hurt me? Cultivating compassion for the why melts our heart and forgiveness becomes a byproduct where you don't even have to try. It naturally occurs. So that's the power of this compassion chart. So, so far on how to deal with resentment, so far we've talked about discussing your feelings using the floor method or an alternative conflict resolution skill so you can get it out. It's always better out than in as long as it's constructive and not destructive. And now two, we've talked about the compassion chart and all the steps involved in the compassion chart. The third piece to healing from resentment in your marriage is experiencing emotionally corrective experiences. And what that means is ideally your partner is taking ownership for what they've done, you've been able to work through it, and you've been able to develop some solutions so that they start doing the opposite. They start doing things that you appreciate instead. And the more they do that, the more they do the opposite of the behavior that was hurting you, that in and of itself will start erasing all of the hurtful memories of when they did the hurtful behavior. So that's called emotionally corrective experiences. So the more they do the right thing, the more you will eventually start forgetting all the times they did the wrong thing. So consider using these three steps because if you have resentment in your marriage, it is going to divide and conquer you. It's going to break down those walls and it's going to keep you separated. So you have to be tracking your heart. Do you have resentment? And if so, what's causing it? And these are some three steps to help you work through it. Thank you for listening to Marriage Steps with Dr. Wyatt Fisher. For more information, go to my website, drwyattfisher.com. That's D-R-W-Y-A-T-T-F-I-S-H-E-R.com. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Take care.